Hey guys, it's Simi, and this is Wrestling Unlimited, as we are here on the 24th of August, 2021, to talk about everything that went down tonight on NXT. And yep, if I sound a little weird, kind of been losing my voice all day. I don't know why I woke up this morning, my throat was a little scratchy, but nonetheless, power through it. Looking at the chat here really fast, just seeing what's what. As far as NXT goes tonight, though, I wasn't up for it. Like, that's the wrong words to use. It's not that I wasn't up for it. That's, that's the wrong terminology. What I meant was the show did a good job building things forward but I was kind of bored and disinterested in a lot of what they did, to be completely honest. Like, there wasn't much on this show that I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm dying to see that once it comes. Or, ooh, that was so good, you know. I know Swerve versus Escobar is going to be good. But it's like, what else that they're building to am I really that excited for? No offense, but I'm that excited for Samoa Joe and Pete Dunne. I think it'll be a pretty good match, but it's like, Pete Dunne ain't beating Joe. And we 100% know that. Kyle O'Reilly ain't beating Joe. So it's just like... <sighs> they've built up things tonight. And I'm like... Oh, that's where they're going? Okay, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, the million dollar title stuff. It's just done? Just all of a sudden over? You do three matches for the title and then you just... That's it? You're just going to drop it? Like, where's Kevin Grimes go? But with that, we'll get into all that as we go forward. With that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Woo. If you're watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out either by hitting that donate button down below or donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out. By subscribing to the channel here on Twitch one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription. Just like Rosario recently did for six months. Or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you one free subscription to any which channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. On the flip side, I feel like I'm going to sneeze again. This is the third podcast in a row or towards the beginning. I feel like I'm going to sneeze, but... And then it goes away. So weird. So weird. On the flip side, if you're watching on YouTube, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out in the live chat with either a super chat or a super sticker donation. Also, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel to get early access to news, early access to non-news videos, early access to podcast episodes. If you're a channel member, you're going to get early access to a podcast this Thursday and so much more. Also, the best way to support us is by heading over to patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Brian Campbell says, what happened to Adam Cole? 
We're going next. We don't know. All we know about Adam Cole is that he has signed with WWE till Friday. Until then, all he can do is wait. Now, not all, but presumably, all he can do is either agree to stay with WWE or wait. Because until his contract is up, until Friday, when his contract expires, he cannot field offers from anyone, AEW that is. But with that, Adam Cole's just living his best life on Twitch, playing different video games. Yesterday, he was playing Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, playing some game I've never seen before today. So he's just going to chill at home for the week. I mean, he could resign with WWE, but the smart thing for Adam Cole to do is wait. See what AEW offers him, and then either go, yeah, I'm taking that, or see if WWE... Now, now here's the thing. We don't know if AEW is going to give him an offer better than what WWE's offered. If they do, my opinion, he should take it to WWE and go, here's what they're offering me. Can you match it or outdo it? If they say yes... Then he weighs the option of, okay, is that better offer worth it? If they say, no, we can't, then he goes to AEW. It's all about who gives the better offer. And once you figure out who has the better offer, what for the long game is better for him as far as the offers do go. So as of right now, nobody knows what's going on with Adam Cole. And he's just going to play the game as some may say. But with that, this show opened up with the new million-dollar champion, Cameron Grimes, arriving at the building in a limo with Ted DiBiase. They walked the red carpet into the building, and Grimes sported a sparkly vest, similar, or actually, the same one he wore at TakeOver. Um, DiBiase and Grimes entered into the building, and they got into the ring. This was all right. I mean... They're both entertaining on the microphone, so you can't take that away from them. DiBiase began with a congratulatory speech by talking about why he came to NXT. He wanted someone that can carry on the legacy of the million-dollar man. That person would have to be strong of body and mind. DiBiase emphasized they should also be strong in the heart. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. And I go... Oh, why is he so babyface right now? Ted DiBiase ain't a fucking babyface. DiBiase went on to say that Grimes is not a quitter. Grimes backed up his game no matter what. Every time he fell, he got right back up and tried again until finally winning the title. Yeah, a third try. Couldn't have ever gotten that third try. Grimes said that DiBiase drove him crazy at first. DiBiase replied, that was just him testing Cameron. Grimes went on to say that he was beginning to lose focus with all the zeros he saw in his bank account. Grimes thought that he was something, but he learned that he's not. It's his accomplishments that make him something. He lost track of that. And was when he was cleaning trash and scrubbing toilets, he learned that there was no way he was going to allow, quote, that dummy to make the million-dollar man his butler. He said, so a takeover, he and Ted took care of L.A. Knight. Grimes became the million-dollar champion, and now they're going to go to the moon. I'd do it better, but yeah, my voice. This is all right. Money fell from the sky. 
Big Joseph fan. Pat Mac or not Pat McAfee. Beth Phoenix. Why I say Pat McAfee? Beth Phoenix played it up like, oh my God, this is real money, this and that. And fucking Wade goes. Grimes' face is on this money. It's not real money. You can't really spend it. Why are you marking out, you marks? So yeah, this was whatever. It was a it was a good way to open the show. I'll say that. But it was as a segment. If you missed it, oh well. It was very unmemorable. It was a good way to kind of like hype the crowd up a little bit at the start, but as far as the segment itself, pretty unmemorable. Next up, we had Rich Holland versus Timothy Thatcher. Uh, they brawled. After the match began, they tied up, and they locked horns, as some would say. The fight went to the ground, and Thatcher went for a submission. Holland got back to his feet first, and he floored Thatcher with a punch. Thatcher was reeling with his butt on the mat, but he fought back by kicking at a standing Holland like a Noki did to Ali in 1976. Thatcher got to his feet. And he clubbed Holland. Thatcher dropped to the mat again after eating a back elbow. Fight went to the ground. Thatcher targeted the leg. Moments later, Thatcher went and targeted the arm. The tables had seemingly turned into Holland rocked Thatcher with a lariat. Thatcher took a beating through a picture-in-picture break. They were trading forearms as the show returned. Thatcher caught Holland in a half crab. Holland kicked free, and he got to his feet. Thatcher slapped him which was served up and fired up big man Holland. Champa and Dunn began brawling at one point. Holland delivered a headbutt. Holland then scooped Thatcher up, power slammed him. Holland then covered Thatcher and picked up the victory. So Ridge Holland defeats Timothy Thatcher. Like I said, Champa and Dunn started brawling because um, Holland tried to go after Champa, Champa fought him off. Champa threw Dunn out of the ring, but Champa was hit with a sneak attack by Oni Lorkin and the returning Danny Birch. The beatdown continued with Birch laying out Champa with a KO punch. The heel stable was still not done, though. Holland struck Champa with a headbutt, and Champa fell at Holland's feet. Holland went to put his hat back on when he was attacked by Thatcher. Dunn ran interference, allowing Holland to retrieve his club. He clubbed Thatcher across the chest. They tried to attack Thatcher's arm, which they did. Thatcher tried to go for him again, and Dunn was like, nope, 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 he's down. We'll leave him for now. From the back, Arash Mikazi did a sit-down interview with Carmelo Hayes talking about the breakout tournament. This was really good. I thought this really was a great way to emphasize both guys because they did one with him and they did one with Odyssey Jones later. The modern take on the type of segment first perfected by Les Thatcher on Ron Fuller's Southeastern show in 1970. It was just a old school, two guys sitting down interview segment. Like It was great because it was simple. Kenzie Mitchell interviewed the newly engaged couple of Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis then revealed an invitation saying their wedding is on September 14th and Beth freaked out. 
my God, I got to call a caterer and I got to this and I got to that. And we got to this and we got to, it's like, okay. So Candace ain't going to do it. Next up, we have Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter against Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Not much really to this match. Catanzaro and Carter kind of got new gimmicks. They're TikTok personalities now. And they're TikTok dancers is what they call them. They showed them putting up a TikTok on Sunday saying they were watching TakeOver and they want to take on the tag team champions. Then tonight as they made their way down to the ring, they did some dancing. Then they got in the ring and they did some more dancing. And it's like, whatever. Meanwhile, they portrayed Gigi Dolan and JC Jane as badasses who just want to inflict pain. And in the end, it was the TikTokers who picked up the win. Basically, Casey Catanzaro, no, Caden Carter hit a neck breaker as Catanzaro delivered a 450 splash. Catanzaro then cradled Jane to pick up the victory. Catanzaro and Carter then yelled at the announcers after the match that they won a shot at the tag team titles. So we're talking with Raquel Gonzalez. And she's like, yeah, I took out Dakota. I know Dakota's probably going to come back and say that she wants another shot, and that's fine. But... Kaylee Ray is also here, and I've been waiting for her to come because I knew she was going to come. If she wants to challenge her for the title, she can, and up will come Frankie Monet, flanked by her entourage. She interrupts and basically says, you need to watch out for me and nobody else but me because I'm coming for your title. I would love to see Raquel Gonzalez and Frankie Monet and Frankie Monet win the belt. You put that belt on her, and she's going to be phenomenal. Frankie Monet, we know how good she can be. You put that title on her in NXT, oh boy. She could do wonders. So, we then had the Odyssey Jones video, like a little interview package with Rarash Mikazi. This was really good as well. Just old school, sit down, ask a couple questions, answer the couple questions, and get to know the guy before the big match. Next up, traditional squash match was Kaylee Ray and Valentina Forez. And Kaylee Ray just defeated her with a gory bomb. She beat the shit out of her. And it's a great way to bring in a new person. Or, yeah, I would call her a new person to the NXT brand. It's a great way to bring in a new person and be like, hey, she's a badass. She's going to whip some ass. And she's going to rise the ranks. Um, Yoga says no Wyatt sign. Wyatt, no Wyatt signed in contract. Bray Wyatt ain't signed with anybody because his non-compete with WWE is not up. Brian Combs says, I heard The Fiend, Bray Wyatt coming back to WWE. Well, I haven't heard that. I don't know where you heard that from. But last I heard was, it's a very, very, very good chance he's going to AEW. But we'll see what happens with What's his name? Uh, Bray Wyatt. Wow. Um, oh, mind fog there. From the back, this was stupid. Gigi Dolan and JC Jane were all dejected. And Mandy Rose approached and she's just like, you don't like feeling like that, do you? Come with me. I'll change everything for you. And I go, Mandy Rose is going to change things for you? What has Mandy Rose done in the ring that makes you think 
She's going to make you better. She's going to change your fortune. Mandy Rose ain't done shit. Mandy Rose ain't done nothing other than get herself and Sonya Deville over by eating donuts on on Instagram. I'm going to say it right now. Them going, oh, Mandy Rose, she's really going to change their fortune. She's going to get them into da-da-da-da. No, she's going to teach them how to eat donuts and take bikini photos. Just saying. That's what Mandy Rose is perceived as. So when you try to be like, oh, Mandy Rose is going to change their fortune. Mandy Rose is going to put them on the path to victory. In the ring. I don't know. Uh, man, Tim, no offense, but you sound old. You don't know TikTok. Hey, I've, I've dabbled in the TikToks a little bit. I'm not, you know... That savvy when it comes to that stuff. I mean, when you really look at TikTok, it's all 25 and then younger for the most part. There's some older people killing it on TikTok. But for the most part, it's like mid to early 20s. And me, I'm early 30s. So, yeah. Going forward. We had NXT champion Samoa Joe come out to the ring. This was basically like something you'd see on Raw, to be completely honest. And that ain't a good thing. So Joe came out and said he's the first time, or first three-time NXT champion. Said most people would say this is time to celebrate, but the veteran that he is, the champion that he is, he knows that you can't just rest on your laurels. He said that when he showed up to the building tonight, a lot of tension in the air. Different kinds of handshakes now that he's the champion. They were much colder and bolder. He said... Now, I'm ready to know who wants to come step to me. Out would come Pete Dunn. Dunn told Joe that Joe wasn't the baddest man around. And Dunn instructed Joe to go find his pal William Regal and make this match official. Out would come L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight cut a promo of his own. Knight said a lot of words and basically challenged for the belt. And I go, bro, you just lost. You just lost to Cameron Grimes. You ain't in no, no title hunt, especially the top title. Now will come Kyle O'Reilly, and this was so stupid. He goes, Samoan Joseph, Peter Dune, La Knight. And I go, that's supposed to be cool? Is that supposed to be cool to call people by what? Samoan Joseph, Peter Dune, and La Knight. What? Is that supposed to be cool? Because you sound like a fucking dummy. You sound like a moron. Samoan, like, what? Especially when he said, La Knight. Just the way he said it, La Knight. And I go, let's shut up. Then Rich Holland attacks Kyle O'Reilly. And I go, thank God. Because if he says La Knight. Or Peter Dune or Samoan Joseph one more time, I'm gonna turn this show off. That's how bad that was to me. Like La Knight is the worst thing I've ever heard in wrestling. His name's LA Knight, but you call him La Knight? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Anyways, Rich Holland. Blindsides Kyle O'Reilly. Ciampa runs out and makes the save technically, but he was actually just going for Holland. Holland came, or Holland, uh, where was I? Um, but it was a big brawl. Holland came to the aid of Dunn by attacking Ciampa. 
And yeah, there's just a lot of what the hell going on here. Just everyone starts brawling and whatnot. I don't know what the hell this was. But I guess we're supposed to think that Pete Dunn, L.A. Knight, and Kyle O'Reilly are all now possible challengers to Smojo. And none of them really feel like challengers. None of them. I mean, Kyle O'Reilly a little bit because he beat Adam Cole at the pay-per-view at the takeover. What has Pete Dunn recent, done recently to, you know, say, I'm going to challenge for the title? L.A. Knight hasn't done anything. I mean, he just lost Cameron Grimes, so he needs a win or two before he can challenge Joe. It's just like, I don't know. It feels like a main roster problem where they don't have anybody ready. Legit, it feels like they don't have anybody ready. Going forward, Cameron Grimes escorted Ted DiBiase to his limo, talked about how this is the end. Grimes needs to stand on his own now. And he goes, you know what, Ted? You're the million-dollar man. I think you should have the belt. And he starts going on and on, and Ted, like, leans over in the limo, and you hear some rustling, and he goes, no, no. You take this. You advance and, and live on with the legacy. And Grimes is like, really? Wait, something's off here. This doesn't feel right. And he's like holding the belt and he turns it over and he reads that it's a replica belt. And DiBiase laughs at him and drives off. And he goes, uh, that damn Ted DiBiase. And I go, well, I guess that's it for the million dollar title. Now what do you do with Cameron Grimes? Do you really do anything with him as far as the million dollar thing? You can't if you've got the fake belt. So, Kyle O'Reilly gets attacked again. Like, what the fuck? This time by Duke Hudson. They have a brawl in the back. Freaking Steve Carino breaks it up with some other people. Which Steve Carino actually looking good for... Last time Last time we saw Steve Carino on TV, he was, you know, gray hair, gray beard and everything. I mean, he's getting ready for that match with his son, Colby. Guy just hair black and everything. Looking more jacked up and stuff. So, kudos to... Kudos, Steve Carino. Anyways, pull apart brawl here. Both men got some shots in. Kyle got slammed against the locker. And yeah, this is a set up a match with Kyle O'Reilly and Duke Hudson. And then go on to the finals of the NXT Breakout Tournament. William Regal sitting at ringside. Now, I don't know if that music that was playing was just like the Breakout Tournament theme or something. Or Regal got new music. I'm not sure. But Regal was sitting there. Music was playing, and apparently he walked out with that music playing, not just his music, and then that music played. So hopefully they didn't change Regal's music to some, like, you know, Poppy song. Because it sounded like a song from that singer Poppy that they like, so I don't know. Going forward, we had, like I said, the finals of the breakout tournament. I liked this match, actually. The match began with the David versus Goliath struggle. Odyssey Jones manhandled Hayes, but Hayes used his quickness against Jones. The match went through a commercial break, and the show returned from the break with Hayes gaining control on offense. Hayes was rocking Jones with some strikes, and Hayes hit a La Mystica into a face buster for a two. Jones, moments later, cut off Hayes with a shoulder breaker. Hayes rolled out of the ring to regroup. Hayes came off the top rope with a flying, elbow, or a flying leg drop, but Jones wouldn't stay down. Hayes went for a second flying leg drop, but there was no water in the pool as Jones moved away. Jones 
then hit him with a splash. Jones then went for a nonchalant cover. Hayes countered with a crucifix and got the three. So basically, they want you to think that Odyssey Jones could have won this match, but Carmelo Hayes was just a little bit more clever, I guess you could say, because he did the whole nonchalant, I'm not even going to try to pin you, I think I got you dead, dead in the water. But he got countered. Crucifixed. Carmelo Hayes wins. So they want you to think, oh, the big man had it. The big man got caught. The smaller man can't really beat the big man, but he can catch him when he's not looking. So I enjoyed the match, but the finish was kind of like, really, if Carmelo Hayes is the winner and he's going to get a shot at a title, it's got to be more decisive than this. It can't be like, oh, well, we want Carmelo Hayes to win, but Odyssey Jones has to still look good in the end because he can't actually get, get fully beat. Yes, you could say Carmelo Hayes beat him in the ring or beat him clean in the middle. But it was still a Odyssey Jones hit his finish and then got caught kind of thing. So the finish was a little iffy to me as far as how they booked it. But yeah, Regal presented Hayes with the contract for a title shot of his choosing. We then learned that next week, the new NXT UK champion Ilya Dragunov will be on the show. Next up, Zion Quinn took on Boa. Match was all Boa until he was distracted by instructions by Mi Ying or Mei Ying. Boa walked into a flying forearm smash by Quinn, and Quinn covered Boa for the pinfall. Frightened by a menacing Ming, Quinn jumped up, jumped to the barricade, and hightailed out. Johnny Gargano tried to get to William Regal to cancel the wedding of Index. He had some funny comedy lines here. But then it was interrupted by Ellie Knight pitching a fit. Regal ordered them both out of his office and slammed the door in their face. He then said, buffoons. I guess we're going to get Cameron or no, LA Knight and Johnny Gargano soon. Sure. Sure. Again, a lot of things that you can see that they're building, but it just doesn't make sense. Malcolm Bivens cut a promo on the diamond, uh, for the Diamond Mine. They were training in the background. They, as in just Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong said he will issue an open challenge next Tuesday on NXT. Also next Tuesday, Tommaso Ciampa will be taking on Ridge Holland. Then, we had the main event. It was a six-man tag team match. It was Hit Row. Isaiah Swerve Scott, Shanti the Adonis, and Top Dalla with B-Fab. Against Santos Escobar, Raul Mendoza, and Joaquin Wild. So I enjoyed this match. This was the thing that I enjoyed the most on this entire show. So Hit Row had the early advantage, which led to Hit Row standing tall as we went to commercial break. The heels took uh, took over as we came back during the picture. Picture at one point, the heels, like I said, gained the advantage, and the heat was on Scott as the Legato del Fantasma worked him over in their corner, three on one, with quick tags in and out. Scott eventually did fought back and tagged in top dollar. Top dollar cleaned house, and not only cleaned house, but he put all three of these heels on his shoulders and hit them with a with a slam leading to a triple follow slam deal. The strong motherfucker. Top dollar is going to be something one day. Once he's, like, I think it's perfect for him to be in this group. 
Okay, New Jeffrey says they did announce Johnny Gargano versus LA Knight next week. Okay, I must have missed that. So, right now I think this is perfect for for Top Dollar, whatever you want to call him. Because he's learning under Isaiah Sir Scott, who is really, really good. But I think once he's, you know, fleshed himself out and knows what he wants to be and goes on as a single, I think this guy's going to be big. And not just in NXT. I think this is somebody that they're going to be able to market really well on the main roster. And I don't know, once he goes to the main roster, what kind of character he's going to play, if he's going to stay the rapper kind of guy. But he's got it. He's got the charisma. Very athletic in the ring. He knows how to, I guess this goes with charisma, but he knows how to present himself. He's just, he's got it. And I think that's going to take him a long way. Um, going forward with this match, the heels fought on using teamwork, targeting Adonis this time. Mendoza hit Adonis with a springboard missile drop kick, and Mendoza followed this up with a modified Michinoku driver for a near fall. Scott broke up the pin and attempt, uh, yeah, he broke up the pin. Scott then got the tag and scored off with Escobar. Scott nailed Escobar with a leaving flatliner. Scott off the top hit a 450 splash on Escobar for a false finish. The heels and tried to stop Scott, but Top Dollar wiped them all out with a dive to the outside. Escobar tripped up Scott on the apron and B-Fab posted him. After B-Fab sent Escobar crashing into the ring post, out would come Electra Lopez. Now remember what I said after her match with Frankie Monet. They really like her. They want to push her. Well... He's with the Legato del Fantasma. Electra Lopez appeared at ringside brandishing a pipe. Lopez hit B-Fab with the pipe. The attack by Lopez distracted Scott long enough for Escobar to roll him up and pick up the victory. One, two, three. So there you go. Legato del Fantasma picks up the win. They've now got Electra Lopez, and I really like this. Like I reported recently after her match with Frankie Monet that she lost. I said, hey, yeah, she lost here tonight, but they really like her. She's impressed, and they're going to use her strong going forward. And everyone keeps going, oh, you keep saying about Electra Lopez. Well, here you go. Time, you just got to wait. But with that, I really liked what they did here. Electra Lopez now with uh, Legato Del Fantasma. Now that group's also got a female. We'll hopefully eventually see B-Fab against uh, Electra Lopez, but regardless... I think the end of this show was very strong. Why the rest of it was just there, to be completely honest. Like, they did a good job building the things. But at least in my opinion, they weren't really building the things I was interested in. And that's, again, just my opinion. But with that, guys, that was NXT. As far as what you guys thought of NXT, I'm going to check the polls here. Remember, if you want to be part of the show, you can do so by texting in to 510 510- 906-1341. Again, that number is 510-906-1341. Why is this not working? I'll have to fix that later. Um, Checking the Twitch poll here. As far as the Twitch poll does go, wow, completely split. 33% of you liked the show. 33% of you did not like the show. And 33% of you thought the show was just all right. 
far as the YouTube poll does go, 62% liked it. 29% thought it was all right, and 8% did not like tonight's show. Go to the text messages. This person says, do you see Kaylee Ray challenging Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Championship? Yes. Eventually, yes. I mean, she wasn't. She didn't come out at the end of the match at TakeOver to not. Who do you see challenging for the NXT Championship next? Probably Pete Dunne. With Legato or with Le, with Electra Lopez joining Legato del Fantasma, do you think this might lead to B Fab making her in ring debut? Hopefully, I mean, hopefully. Or says Nikki Bella said they weren't allowed to attend SummerSlam. Do you think it ties to Daniel Bryan? No, I don't know what what she meant by that because I don't know what Nikki Bella meant by I wasn't allowed to be at SummerSlam. And you want to know why? Because she was at the SummerSlam after party. WWE and Pure Life's after party for SummerSlam. So, I don't know what any of that means. Her, I wasn't allowed at SummerSlam. But I can go to the after party put on by WWE and Afterlife, or Pure Life Water, whatever it's called. So, none of that makes sense to me. And no, I don't think it has to do with Daniel Bryan because she wasn't in Vegas with Daniel Bryan. She was in Vegas with her brother, JJ. Is any update on Ember Moon? It's Ember Moon, not Amber Moon, but no. Um, between WWE and AEW, where do you personally think Adam Cole should go? I think Adam Cole should stay, but I think he'll do fantastic wherever he goes. But I think he should stay in WWE and see what the main roster can bring. Especially from what I've heard as far as Vince really likes him. Like anybody else in NXT, Vince ain't gonna have a meeting with. Vince is just gonna tell Hunter, try to keep him. Like if it was anybody else, Vince is gonna be like, Yeah, see what we can do to keep him. Vince ain't gonna be like, I'm gonna have a meeting with this guy and this and that. And I've heard that multiple people have gone to Vince and go, You need to do what you can to keep Adam Cole. He's someone you cannot lose. Like multiple people in this company have gone to Vince and told him, You can't lose Adam Cole. That would be a huge, huge mistake on your part. And this person thought, I thought I was going to see a breakout tournament where the winner gets an NXT contract, not a title contract. Well, everybody in the tournament is technically signed to NXT. It's not like if you don't win the tournament, you're not in NXT anymore. So, no, the winner's going to get a contract for a title shot of their choosing. It would be stupid to say, the winner gets an NXT contract. So what, none of the other guys can ever appear on NXT again? They're all signed to NXT. That's what the breakout tournament is. It's you push somebody past this tournament that wins it. So, we'll see how it all does go. I think Odyssey Jones lost because he's going to come to the main roster soon. Vince has been having him do stuff as far as dark matches, and he's a Vince-looking guy. Got the big size, but he's a, a fast big guy. He's like, people have been comparing Odyssey Jones to Mark Henry, but I think the difference is he's more athletic and faster than Mark Henry ever was. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Remember, you can follow us on social media. Facebook.com forward slash Pro Wrestling ULTD. Follow us on Instagram by searching for Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And follow us on YouTube. No, follow us on Twitter at PW Unlimited. I will be live later on tonight playing some Psychonauts 2 on my Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. So if you guys want to follow me there and hang out there later on, I will be there. 
Well, again, twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy, playing some Psychonauts too. So with that, guys, have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow for AEW Dynamite, and have a good one.